0: This is The Young Entrepreneur's Journey with special guest Karthik Kannan. You don't have to know everything. You know, it's okay to be confused. If you're confused, it's fine. You will figure it out. Just be willing to like, you know, figure things out. Welcome to The Young Entrepreneur's Journey where we take the skills, mindset, and attitude needed to achieve any entrepreneurial endeavor. Whether you're just starting out or you're already on your journey, And now, our host, Yasmina Ellens.
1: and welcome back to the Young Entrepreneur's Journey podcast and today I'm chatting with the wonderful Karthik Cannon, who is a bit of an eclectic guy and does a lot of different things. So first of all he's a full-time manager at KPMG but he doesn't let that stop him from pursuing his entrepreneurial pursuits and passions. So he's currently developing a dating app called Hide and Seek that will be out very very soon on the App Store. He seeks to simplify the dating process and he's got a couple of other interesting side hustles as well and he's got a a lot of interesting things to to say. I think this episode is particularly good for young people who think oh well maybe I might try a corporate career for a bit and see how that goes but experiment with entrepreneurship on the side or maybe you already have a full-time job or you're a full-time student and you've got a lot of stuff going on but you want to be an entrepreneur as well or start a side hustle and you don't know how to manage it all. This is a great episode for people like that. So In this episode, you will learn it all about how to come up with all these crazy business ideas, how to balance entrepreneurship with a full-time career or something similar, how busy people then manage their time, how you can leverage the career that you're already in and pursue entrepreneurship within a large organization. So you're still honing and developing those entrepreneurial skills, how to plan effectively, the importance of building a personal brand. There's a fun little bonus for you at the end as well. And there's a lot more in this episode. So without further ado i'd like to introduce to you the wonderful karthik Cannon. hello and welcome back to the young entrepreneurs journey podcast i'm so happy to be talking to karthik Cannon today who is an awesome dude how are you doing today
0: very good very good thank you i'm so glad to be here sassy as looking forward Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) so the first question that i ask everyone is uh what i'm going to ask you now which is how did you get into your entrepreneurial journey
0: Sure. So I mean, it's it's a great question. So I didn't really choose to be an entrepreneur myself. So essentially, what I wanted to do was Try and like, you know, figure out what I'm just like passionate about and where I want to like and invest a lot of my time. So to just give you a bit of a backstory, I was once called like the, the business idea man, you know, so I had like so many business ideas I was just talking about it, talking about yeah. it and really doing anything about it. So <laughs> my friend's just like, oh my God, there's going to be another business idea today. <laughs> so it, it, it just, it just went to like, you know, that space. Um, but what I essentially wanted to do and recently I started doing that is like not really think of that as an entrepreneur. It's just more of like how do you execute these ideas, you know, how do you just like you know, invest some time and how do you just like you know work towards it? I mean, if that's building towards a business, if that's just like you know, trying to like, you know, find your feet like you know, the entrepreneurial journey, it's great. But I didn't really like you know set myself like, oh, you know what, I wanted to be an entrepreneur and this is what like and I'm doing. You know, I have passion towards it. But, you know, I'm just working like, you know, my way towards that. So I think that's that's what's really exciting me. I think it's the journey like you know towards being an entrepreneur is something like, you know, what I really love.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I can definitely tell you in ideas, man. Just like even just speaking to you yesterday, being like, oh, I got this side hustle and I got this other side hustle. I've got like <laughs> 20 side hustles. That's really cool. And it's really cool that you're going out and you're actually, instead of it just being some figment of your imagination, like you're actually making yeah. it happen in the real world.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I can actually write a book of like the crazy business ideas I have, you know, which is just like some ridiculous ones. I once wanted to do like a massage chair, like, you know, for yeah. all the corporates, because I see like people in large investment banks just sit on the chairs and do like spend a huge amount of time during the day you know, why don't you just have like, you know, a massager like, you know, which can just like massage them at the back, like, and it's such a simple stuff, and they can actually relax, like, you know, their chair rather than just being there and getting back every day. For sure. So uh, <laughs> That's yeah. a
1: great idea. Honestly, I mm-hmm. would buy that book. I would buy and I would market the crap out of that book because that sounds amazing. Um, yeah, kind of on that point. is where do you find all of these ridiculous ideas like how do you come up with them what what happens to your brain to make that happen is it something about like spotting opportunities in places or just like finding problems and then your brain just automatically comes up with solutions is it like casual conversation like what happens
0: I mean, it's just, it's more about like, just being curious about like, you know, what you're doing. Cause I mean, what I find like, you know, in, in the place, like where I work and in, in the journey, like, you know, what I heard so far, people have always been like, you know, told what to do. And some people have just said, taking that, like, you know, that's their path and they just like, you know, follow it. But what I really want to do is just like, you know, be a bit more curious and try to like, you know, ask questions. You know, we, we do forget like right from, uh, our childhood we used to like you know be curious about like why is the sky blue and like you know why do we just like you know do certain things why does the bird fly and all the stuff but you know once you like grow up and once you get into like you know this um world of um corporate life then you you tend to forget like you know those things um it's always just trying to have the curiosity within you and trying to understand um where you actually think you can actually um make a change or or implement like you know something which is new to their existing uh, process. So those small changes like you know make a huge difference. I mean you might not know that but your idea might be like you know really, really powerful. So be open to like you know talk about that and also like you know meeting people, like you know driving those connections, you know, find your way like you know out there just to understand like you know what's happening, who's doing what. Um, and get curious about what others are doing. So, and that will give you like you know, an opportunity to think for yourself um, to to drive any idea or thoughts, like, you know, which you might have.
1: For sure. And these things always happen incrementally. It's like people, people mm-hmm. always, isn't it that people always overestimate everything that th- the things that they can achieve in a day, but they underestimate the things that they can achieve in a week or a month, which is crazy. Um, so that's a very, very good point. Um, I think Absolutely. It, yeah. I think it'd be really useful at this point to kind of talk about your situation a bit because you kind of hinted at it a bit so right now yeah. right full-time job at kpmg like one of the top firms in the country like really impressive corporate job um at the same time being an entrepreneur on the side with a bunch of side hustles that's two very demanding things but why don't you kind of give us a lay of the land of what you do at KPMG and then what you're doing as your side hustles right now especially your main one and how yeah how that all came about.
0: Sure. So um, at KPMG, so I'm a manager within the digital ops and transformation practice. So essentially what that means is like we drive digital strategy um, to large banks and insurance firms. So essentially we go to large banks and try and understand like, you know, what their digital strategy is and how we can actually improve that. And most of the things are done using technology or like in you know, a process improvement. So so that's my role. And, and I think that the point I want to touch like you know being in a large organization sometimes people think that like and it's a very demanding and challenging job and yes it is but you know the the value which comes around that is the network you know who you meet and the people like you know who's working with you is a great resource i think the three key things like and i would say working in a large organization is either um sorry the the three ones um the first and foremost is like the work you do it's generally tend to be probably a demanding one. Um, and then the next one is the network. So the the amount of people who you meet like on this one can be like you know your business partner like you know, in the future. So yeah. you do you do interact with so many people with so many different skill sets, so many different backgrounds. So there is a lot happening like in a firm of like you know this size. And and the third one is like the opportunities, what you get within the firm. So that's slightly different to your work, what you do, you know. So you would have like your day job, you would have your day-to-day like you a know, work, but you can actually go out of that and find more opportunities within the large organization itself, right? So you can actually expand portfolio. You can try and like you know see what others are doing and how you can actually get involved, like in you know, a few other stuff. So that that kind of just like you know uh, brings brings more value to the work what you do, and and it bring it makes you an all rounder. Like at the end of the day, you know, even if you come out of this firm, you at least come out as an individual who's well-rounded, like in these experience and skills, like, you know, what you get, not just like, you know, uh, some work, what you did, like, you know, to make your CV look pretty.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that's that's where I am, like, you know, so in, in in KPMG, like I said, digital transformation manager, really excited about technology and the work, like, you know, what we do. Um, and then, like, you know, it was more, more around early, Um, early this year, late last year is where like, you know, I really wanted to push my entrepreneurial journey, like, you know, aside of like, you know, the work, what I'm doing. So for a long time, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like, you know, challenging. I'm just like, you know, doing, I'm going to be like, you know, juggling a lot. And I don't really like, you know, want to take that step, but it's more just when I just like started this, I mean, I just felt like, you know, maybe it's not that bad, you know, maybe I can actually like, you know, manage both of this, like, you know, because I really like doing, um, my side hustle. Yeah. So, so getting into the side hustle. Um, so, what I'm currently developing is a uh, a dating app. So essentially, it allows users um, to go and find your date in a lot more um, quicker and easier way. So the idea came up with um, because of number of interactions I've had, like you know, with some of my friends um, who are single, and they. They find it really, really difficult um, in order to, like, you know, find a date, in order to go through the journey of dating. Yeah. So this app, um, I don't want to call it as a revolutionary for dating apps because there are a number of dating apps already there. But what we essentially wanted to do is actually make the process of dating, like, in a lot more simpler and easier. So... So it's it's essentially going to have machine learning algorithms like an you know, embedded in the app. Yeah. So you log into the dating app. It's called Hide and Seek. And you essentially see like, you know, the list of profile of people like, you know, who you want to meet. Choose them, send them an invite, and one of them will be actually matched to you. And you wouldn't know who that person is. So we're giving a bit of a curiosity, like you know, for that person, like you know, to go and actually uh, meet and start talking, rather than like you know, spending hours and hours of doing like meaningless conversations over the phone. Yeah. And then like you know, you get to meet and you don't really like that person. So you know, I strongly believe that you know everyone is bold and beautiful to start their relationship by actually meeting like someone first, rather than hiding behind the phone. So that's where, like you know, the um, the idea came, and um, so just starting starting the journey now. Um, really struggled to articulate this, like you know, to someone and find like you know, way of how we can actually start this as a business. So currently, I'm doing like you know, most of the stuff, and uh, I then uploaded like you know, my job spec or what I'm looking for in terms of the technical requirements for this app onto Upwork. Uh, which is a great platform and I've got about I've received about like 60 odd proposals saying mm. that like they're really interested to do. And then I went through a real process of like you know going through those proposals and understanding who really understands the idea, I kind of just like does it resonate well with them or do they just want to do it just for the sake of doing an app. Yeah. So I spoke to about like 20 odd people after that I finalized about six. And then there was this one person like you know there is a team called Appnet which was based in India and um and i spoke to the ceo of the place and he was really really like you know into the idea he kind of got it like you know right from the first um conversation and we both said like okay fine like you know let's let's do it you know and then yeah. actually we just started it um i mean we literally started the process like you know in may uh this year and uh we are close to having the beta version very soon so it's going to come out uh for testing like you know in a week's time and yeah. then we got like two weeks of testing and then we're going to launch the uh, the beta version of the app. That's um, exciting. And try to get some uh, feedback from people. And um, yeah, re- really excited, really looking forward for it.
1: Yeah. Where will people be able to find that?
0: So currently it's it's not on the App Store. It will be on the App Store. It's going to be only on the App Store. We're not going to have it in the Android version yet. So People should be able to find it on the App Store. Uh, it's called Hide and Seek. It's just a play of words because you are yeah. having uh, to seek like your partner.
1: Yeah, um, it's a great name.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you like it. You know, I mean, there was um, a bit of a thought like initially I was, oh, does it sound, you know, as a dating one? It's playful. And we just wanted to like, you know, have that uh, meaning conveyed, like, you know, to the name. So, um, yeah, so looking forward for it. And um, it, it's going to be officially there, like in the app store in about two weeks time
1: for sure all right so you're basically automating the dating process in a sense to like actually get people off their couches and meet people and another thing is like it's like yeah it's a a blind dating app but you did mention Mm -hmm. that like these are people that you've swiped on and agreed to see anyway it's not like just some random person right it's like you've already liked the person so it's just out of these like five or ten people i'm guessing it's like oh we pick one of these ten people that you like and then you go meet that one person
0: Absolutely. Yes. yeah. So you do have the option to see their profile and read their bio initially. So you go through, like, you know, the number of profiles and bios as you do on a normal app um, and you get like an option to choose, like, you know, who do you like within those and then send them an invite, um, asking them, like, you know, that you are potentially like, you know, like those people. So out of those 10 or 15 who you choose, one person will be matched to you. And uh, that will be the closest match. So how we want to evolve this is essentially the app will be doing all the matching for you rather than you trying to like you know, do that. So the pool of people, what you're gonna see right from the start will be like you know someone who's a very close interest as yours or very close um, match like you know to your personality, um, rather than like you know just random set of people and then you have to do the process by yourself.
1: Yeah. Does it take into account physical preferences as well? And is this something that will evolve with the machine learning process as it begins to understand you more and
0: more? Yes. Yeah. So the machine learning, what happens is it's going to start learning like, you know, your user behavior. Um, so essentially it'll start like you know, understanding the type of profile of people like you know who you like um and then currently it's going to be just like personality traits rather than just like you know the physical um appearance because i mean people do give importance to physical appearance so that's why we don't want to or we didn't go to the idea of making it completely blind um yeah. it will it, be really boring you'll probably just be reading cvs of people like and want to choose them so yeah, so yeah. The idea is like uh, So the idea is, like, to have, like, you know, your photo and, you know, people can see them. And then, you know, you make your choice out of, like, you know, the preferences you have. And then, like, you know, you would have, like, you know, a close match. And that's the blind dating. I think it's a really um, cool concept. It kind of gives you that curiosity of going and meeting, like, you know, someone, like, you know, for the first time and... um, also like you know having some interesting conversations uh, rather than like you know just trying to do that over the phone yeah. which seems to be like you know very um normal and very much like you know just just set and then people want to like you know go over that process very soon as well
1: yeah it's an interesting idea for sure i think it would be very it would be handy for very very busy people like super busy people who have no time to swipe mm-hmm. or like no time to spend ages texting someone you know what i mean so i guess it's handy exactly. in that respect um what would be mm-hmm. really useful to know or really interesting to know is the process of kind of app development and like you you know getting funding uh, mm-hmm. pitching investors if that was a part of it sort of developing a strategy and a team to to bring it towards launch
0: Sure so i mean w- we haven't really like you know raised any funds with investors yet um so i've just put in my own money like you know to start this business um so i think the initial idea is i mean current age startups, like the, the idea of like, you know, starting something like everyone just want to go to like investors and start pitching. Um, but what I wanted to do is like, you know, take a step back and clearly understand what is the value like, you know, we're creating through the app and how you can actually then position that in front of some audience and once they like it then we just want to take it to like you know the uh, the investors and then actually like you kind of know grow the business so that's that's the idea behind it so so my journey was fairly straightforward you know trying to understand and find a really good tech person who can build the app from scratch for a cheaper price like you know if we can get to but not compromising yeah. like on the quality so we we really like you know negotiated like you know fairly well like you know with the team and we invested like you know the initial amount like you know to get the app like you know off the ground and once we have that um, and it's essentially the team like you know in india and and they've been just like so they've got a project manager like you know who kind of coordinates with me and like the development team so we built like you know the wireframes i spend like a lot of time like and, and kind of just doing the wireframes with them and we went through the journey of actually designing the app itself um things like what colors to use and making a way to go so you, you you learn a lot like you know so mm, you, you would possibly sure. think oh they can do everything you can just sit here but know they just come back to you and like for questions like okay so what is the color palette like you know you wanted to use and how do you want to like look like and and so we went through a number of iterations like you know just trying to like you know do this um do this piece and then so eventually like so we got to the place like where we confirmed like you know with the design and and luckily like team is um, quite equipped with uh, things around like the back end and the front- end process so they're really strong in terms of what is the database to use what is the uh, the place in the cloud like you know where the apple sit and how we can actually like you know push on the front end of the app so they were like really good at that so once we got through the design phase then it was more of just like you know trying to push through the development part of it um And that's that's entirely done by the team. Um, So the next stage, like, you know, where I really see this trying to, like, you know, take it to the market is to have an event. So I wanted to do a singles dating event to actually soft launch the app. And once we soft launch the app, like, you know, we just wanted to get users, like, you know, in that that event itself. Yeah. So going to be fairly minimal spend. Um, you know, I've got a, a friend, like, you know, who recently started a pub. Um, so we thought, like, we we can actually, they like, can have the event there. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, once we get, like, you know, some users on board and once we get, like, some traction, then the next step is, like, actually the pitching to investors. And what I would actually suggest is, like, you know, it might be the next stage, but you should start looking at it from now itself. So, I have started going attending a number of these startup events um and doing like you know, some of the events myself, you know, trying to like you know, get more people to talk about their business. yeah, and I think that's a great networking opportunity to find like you know, if there's any investors like you know out there who's willing, like you know to um who's willing like you know to pitch uh, sorry, who's willing to uh, invest like you know some in this idea. so so, the process is currently meeting as many as investors as possible. Uh, trying to like you know widen your scope, um, meet them, talk to them about your idea. Does it get excited or not? Because this is the time like where you have you have the opportunity to do that. And once the product is out there, and once start, people start using it, then you have to be really on the go. You know you need like some investment, you need like some time for development, and you just need to like you for know sure. keep the keep the app alive. So um, so so that's where I'm at actually in terms of the journey.
1: All right, cool. Yeah, I think it's very important to put yourself out there physically and get in front of a lot of people. Because Mm -hmm. the more that you expose yourself to people, the more people you tell your idea. First of all, the more immediate feedback you get. It's like it's like market research. It's like it's like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna excitedly babble about my idea and see if they're excited about it. And like what their thoughts are on it. And you, you gotta you gotta, you know, take on the opinions like, are these opinions that matter? Are these opinions that actually count? You've got to filter through that as well. But I think getting yourself out there is really important. And another interesting point that you bring up is hosting the events yourself, right? Yeah. That's like mm-hmm. that's like the new meta level, right? Because when you're doing that yourself, you put yourself in a position of authority and status, and you're kind of the point of connection for everyone to come to. So it's a Mm -hmm. very, very smart move, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it was an interesting thought. So, I mean, I I, was, I I didn't want it to be like, you know, as boring as just like someone standing there and pitching about their app idea. So people don't really want to, like, come to that. So why don't we just, like, kind of have an event which has got something for them to do because it's it's a dating app and they want to, like, you know, meet a potential partner for them. So they'll have like a single dating event, uh, which will eventually be um, something like, you know, what they would like to do. So I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to pitch. and. And it'll be the right crowd as well, so you're not really pitching to some random audience. So the audience are really targeted that way, and um, yeah, just just trying to like you know, use my network and trying to like kind of get that event out. So as soon as we done the testing with the app, then we'll be like a bit more certain in terms of the launch, uh, the soft launch date. And then once we have that on board, then we can actually we can start with the event. Yeah. To go forward for it. You'll send me yeah. the
1: link, right? You'll send me the link so I can put it in the show notes and be like, any singles in London, hit up this dating app event. The singles. Dating Absolutely.
0: Event. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So now, kind of veering more towards the the corporate side, you mentioned about finding opportunities and sort of entrepreneurship. So yeah using the entrepreneurial mindset and carving out entrepreneurial opportunities within the context of an organization would you like to talk mm-hmm. about what you've been doing on that front
0: absolutely so i mean the i think i think the good place like you know being being in a firm uh, or in a big four or in a large investment bank you know you, you have a number of these opportunities right um and recently i've seen the traction like you know within these big fours as well um that they want to support you in terms of what you wanted to do. So the idea of entrepreneurship like I came very recently so essentially what that means is you can be an entrepreneur within the firm itself. So you have like the resources you have like you know the um funding if you like and you have the potential to actually get something off the ground a lot quicker with the support what you have in the firm. And the risk is entirely owned by the firm itself. So it's more of like you to actually train yourself, or if you really think you're an entrepreneur, this is kind of like a place where you can test that. You know, uh, how do I build a team? How do I just like, you know, find an exciting idea, which has got an end goal, which supports both yourself and the firm. Yeah. So essentially, you are building something like, you know, for the firm, but the journey, like, you know, what it takes you, it's actually very, very interesting. So that's given a lot for me, like, you know, in terms of my learning. And it was giving me, like, an you know, opportunities to, like, you know, talk to, like, number of vendors out there, bring in, like, you know, some really cool tech, like, you know, into the app, and how do you actually take a product off the ground? Um, and also, like, you know, factors around, you know, how do you globalize it, you know, or is it's already used, like, in another market, how do we customize it, like, you know, to the UK market, and those kind of things, like, you know, you can actually learn quite quickly, like, you know, when you have the, when you're working under a large, large firm, and the umbrella of the firm, like, you know, covers you and encourages you, like, you know, to do certain things. So I think that's, that's been, like, you know, a good experience for me, like, you know, to understand. And then, you know, it's constantly for you also, like, you know, to think, okay, you know, I'm doing this, like, a my own can i just go out and like you know take a step and see like you know how i can actually put this into action and you know you can follow the same process and the same methodologies what you use you know instead of finding an internal team you're finding a team outside you know so how do you write a proposal for that it's exactly the same you know you essentially the only thing you have to be a bit more mindful of like you know because you're spending your own money it's not like you know someone else's money so you have to be a bit more cautious around like you know the amount you put but it essentially like you know the same process. So it gives you like a you know, really good grounding of who you are, who you wanted to be within the firm and then how you can actually take that um, out as an entrepreneur as well. I think, I think probably for the listeners um, of this podcast, like you know, if you're someone like, you know, sitting in a corporate office, looking through the window now and thinking that, oh, my God, when will I start a business? Yeah, and, you know, it's a great opportunity to just try something like this within your firm. So entrepreneurship, yeah. and you know, it, it's been like really welcomed by like these big firms as well. So, so try out like something and then like, you know, you can use the same journey. And you would feel a lot more comfortable, like, you know, when you bring it out, like, you know, to life, Um, and and it's essentially the same process. So it's got nothing like a different to um, what you would do internally compared to externally.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like entrepreneurship Mm. over the safety net, right? So it's like,
0: Exactly. you're,
1: You're taking that exact blueprint that you learned. From engaging in those entrepreneurial activities within your organization, and now that you're you're kind of like you've taken off the training wheels, you've taken off the safety net, and now you're like going out yeah. into out into the big 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 bad world and like launching your own idea, which I think is really cool. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So I mean I give this advice to like some other grads as well, like, you know, who is constantly thinking, like, oh, should I just like join a big four? Should I just join an investment bank or should I just go out there, like, you know, hustle and start like, you know, my own stuff. I mean, if you're able to start your own stuff, it's great. Like, you know, go ahead and do it. But you know, coming into a big firm also, it's not it's not that bad, like, you know, as what some people think. You know, the the opportunities like you know within the big organizations are endless. And it's also how you tune or how you navigate like you know, your path, like, you know, within the firm, and you find like you know, time to do your own stuff. I think that's, that's really, really valuable, like, you know, when you when you're in a big place like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think I think the important thing is when you're in a place like that, there's there's a difference between sitting down and taking the tasks that are handed to you. um, Mm -hmm. And actually going out and taking initiative and being curious and seeking out those opportunities for yourself. So that those those opportunities, like for innovation are incredible. And the fact like, in doing so, you're going to rise quicker through the firm as well because you're showing initiative and you're you're not being some like you know i accept my fate as a corporate slave no you're like no like okay let's do something let's do something which is which is cool um i think Mm -hmm. for someone like you with a Mm full-time quite demanding corporate job in one of the you know these really big firms and doing this other project on the side with your dating mm-hmm. app, and I know you have a couple of other side hustle things going on. It's like, yeah. how does someone like you manage your time? How do you get all of this stuff done? Like, what are your processes for sort of project management, time management, priorities? Like, how do you get this all in and stay sane?
0: Well, I mean, that's, that's a great question, right? So I think, I think through the journey, what, what I've learned is you can't just do everything. Yeah. you know the, the earlier you realize that like you know the better it is for you you know so there, there were like times like where i just really took everything on myself and trying to like you know put myself in every single shoes like you know i can do marketing i can do like the finance stuff i can do this i can do that but yeah. essentially it comes down to like okay what are you good at more than like what are your strengths are i think i would say like you know just try and find out what your weakness are you know people find it like really difficult to like and you know, actually quantify or even qualify like another you know, weakness, you know, so as long as you really understand what your weaknesses are, it's so much easier just to like hand that over to someone else. Yeah. You know, it's it's just that like you know, finding the right person and saying that like you know, hey, listen, you know what? You're something like you're really good at like you know something. I don't think like you know, I'm the right person to it. So why don't you just like you know take this and run this for me. Yeah. And then I can handle like you know the other parts of the um stuff so so working in a large organization and trying to do this, it's just like time management is really, really critical. Yeah. Um. You can be like, you know, working for about, I don't know, 12 to 15 hours a day just on your work. It's also how you prioritize it. You know, sometimes yeah. like, you know, I wake up like really early in the morning, like you know just to get like, you know, something done. Um. And then like, you know, go into going to work and then focus on work. And then whenever you get like some free time, like, you know, try to like an invest that like, you know, on, um, on, on your side hustle. And and also anything you can delegate, just, just go ahead with that. You know, so once I found the team, like you know, was building the app for me, it was my role because of the time difference. I used to like stay up in the night and just make sure that I give them whatever they need yeah. late in the night. And then they can just like and at least go ahead with it the next day. So rather than them waiting for me for my review and all the stuff. So it's it's really, really um getting yourself on time. And, and trust me, I, I'm not a very uh, big, um, very organized or person like, you know, who is able to plan far ahead. Yeah, so I kind of just like, go with the journey, like, you know, with most of my, my work, like I've done. So it, it's really, it, it's good to like get yourself organized, it's good to like, and get yourself like some kind of a plan or some kind of a short-term goal, you know, just say, I mean, it doesn't have to be like ridiculous what I have to do today, what I have to do this week, but just kind of have like a plan, like, okay, fine, like, you know, within this week, maybe I should just like, you know get there? Maybe I should just do one more step, like, you know, what I'm currently doing, like on the app and just have a short-term goal of, okay, in three months time, I want to launch the app. These are the things like, and it needs to be done. So if you're able to work things like, you know, backwards, then it's a lot more easier for you to actually like organize yourself so um, definitely time management, um, prioritizing things, you know, you, you can do like your uh, work every single day, 24 hours, like, you know, if you're given a choice, but do you really want to do that? You know, how could you actually like, you know, spend some time on a side hustle, just stop thinking about that, like, you know, start getting like, you know, some work done on your side hustle and just prioritize like, you know, what's right for you. And, and in terms of just like stretching yourself on your side hustle, it doesn't really feel that harsh because it's something like what you like to do and what you want to do yeah I don't really feel like you know oh my god like and I'm crazy like stressed and stuff you know when I'm doing that but you know if you ask me to do my work like you know for about 24 hours then you're like okay you know this is not something which I'm 100% like you know loving to do so I just want to like you know finish off say 60 or 70% of that and then I can just like you know get to something what I want to do and then like you know just meet your targets that way yeah, so that's 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 worked really well for me. And then um, just, you know, trying to delegate is something like, you know, what I really learned um, in the last couple of years. Um, and it's been like, you know, great um, source of tool, if you like, you know, just just trying to under, understand like, you know, what are the things like which you can take your hands off and then just let go of it. Because people get like too precious about the stuff what they do um you know how can you actually like you know let others like you know just own it and that's something like you know what i really learned in the entrepreneurial journey yeah Um, it's about like you know you can't do everything just make sure that you assign certain things like you know to people and then you have like you know step behind that and just see like you know whether they are running smoothly or not and i think that's where like you know you can grow as an entrepreneur i think
1: Sure. Yes. Like the secret to leveraging your time is delegation. I like that. Exactly. And it's yeah. <laughs> true because like a lot of people get really, really protective about like all of the different parts of the business. Like all of the different parts they're doing, they're like, I can do all of this the best. And it's like, a yeah. no, you can't. B, you'll burn out. Um, C, you know, you'll you'll free up so much other time. And D, it's like it. The way I think about it for me is like, okay, if I can do it all myself, yeah, maybe it's a hundred percent perfect in my eyes. But if mm. I can get someone else to do the same task, save me all of this time and it's, you know, eighty percent there, that's good enough. That's good enough. Absolutely. And that's leveraged yeah. like so much more time where I can work on things that are so much more meaningful or like there they're a higher priority or I can build something else out. It's it's just it's just magical. It's it's a great idea. Um, so exactly,
0: yeah. And and there are so many tools and resources out there now, you know, like sites like Fiverr and sites like Upwork. You know, people are looking to, like, you know, do these kind of jobs, and it's not really that expensive as well to do these stuff. So anything, like, you know, if you just want to build your... I know if you so for the app, like we're thinking of just having like a proper uh, social media site as well. So you know you find like number of people just off- offering you to do just your social media site, like you know for about like thirty pounds or something. So just just go ahead, like you know just just drop off something and you're not really investing your time. You're investing some money, you get like a good return, great, go with it. If you don't like you know okay, you learn something from it, just just move on. So um, yeah, yeah, definitely delegation like you know it's it's a really, really good tool.
1: For sure. No, I totally agree. Um, and in terms of like personal time management, do you have any kind of systems like, I don't know, to do's or like calendars or like processes that you go through personally when planning your stuff?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I've started doing that recently. So like I said, like, so I was not a person like, you know, actually plan my calendar and diary, but I've actually started doing it. Um, I've got like a a really messy work calendar. So I just let that be and and I try to like, you know, put my time based on my work calendar. I recently, I've just started planning my week as well. So every Sunday I just like sit and just like make notes on my phone, of what all i need to achieve like you know by by this week it's essentially just that's just a good reminder for you you know you just try to like you know keep that constantly thinking like oh okay fine you know i have to do this so now it's got everything you know it's got my personal stuff it's got like my work stuff it's got like my um side hustle stuff and anything for the app and anything in terms of like you know going to the gym like you know what i should do where i should be and just just start doing that you know and and that's given me like you know a good Focus. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, fine. And th- there are going to be like exceptions. You know, there are going to be like surprises. Like on the week, all of a sudden, like you know, one of your friend might turn up from I don't know, like you know, Manchester or something like that for an evening in London. So you still have to like you know meet that person. Like you know, you need to accommodate like you know those things as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely. Just start like you know, uh, start like a journal. Start just writing down things like what you wanted to achieve and set yourself a timeline. Um, which is what i've been doing and that's really really like you know helpful. and if i don't really achieve like you know that by that week and i make sure that like you know i spend as much as time as possible to do that like you know as the first priority the following week yeah so you know your list can just keep growing so there's no point just like you know making note of things just make take action or just take like one step closer to like finish line so that then will drive you yeah. uh, to your end goal
1: for sure and like also don't be so hard on yourself if you can't achieve everything like well Mm -hmm. achieve everything at once because like that's literally inhuman just that's impossible and i think i mean i've done this to myself a lot you just get bogged Mm -hmm. down beat down you're like i've got all this and like oh i'm so annoyed i didn't do that and i'm so annoyed i didn't do that but it's like at the same time as long as you're improving incrementally every day you'll get there and if you remember the story of the hare and the tortoise slow and steady Mm -hmm. wins the race right
0: exactly Yeah. yeah So yeah, kind of- absolutely, I mean, yeah, you you just need to like you know give yourself credit. You don't really have to like, you know, push yourself like so hard as well. T- to be fairly honest, there are some sacrifices you need to do. The amount of times like I was just going out and meeting friends and socializing, what I did like in you know, the last year, I've completely changed that like you know this year. So I kind of like you know, told myself that I really wanted to build a new network so my even if i'm going out to meet someone i always think that oh is that an like, opportunity to talk about my app or is that an opportunity to you know for that person like you know, to get involved in something what i do so just just st- start finding like in a circle in 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 a way that like in which is going to help you and the other person you know combine those two the networking socializing part and, and it becomes like you know a lot more valuable for you
1: for sure and it's it's all about finding alliances and finding like oh what mm-hmm. kind of as opposed to like I think so many people go around meeting people and like friendships and things in such a random way um and like yeah sometimes that's cool but other times it's like well does this actually make sense for us to be friends like what's the mutual benefit we're bringing each other right so sometimes it's good to sit down and be like okay what are my alliances how can i help this person how how can this person potentially help me and how can we help each other accomplish each other's like accomplish our goals so we can go out and do great things so yeah i think it's, it's a really interesting way of sort of looking to integrate your social life into your work and yeah i'm kind of doing a similar thing myself so it's kind of you still get the social time you yeah. still make time to meet other people, for sure. But yeah, it's good to have those priorities in mind. So mm-hmm. kind of touching on, you mentioned the gym before. I was going to ask yeah. you, do you have any kind of like habits and rituals that, that keep you on the top of your game? Like, is is like fitness, something you prioritise, do you meditate? Do you have any other kind of weird habits?
0: Weird habits? <laughs> yeah, or, like cool <laughs> no, habits, so- okay. just general <laughs> habits, yeah. No, so I mean, definitely, I think I wanted to just prioritise um, a gym um because i think like you know fitness kind of just like clears up your mind so i try to like you know go to the gym early in the morning uh because your mind is kind of like free of your free of thoughts you know you don't really sit and worry about what your manager said or like you know what your boss said that day when you go in the evenings yeah. so i find it like you know, a lot more easier when i just go first thing the day just get like you know my gym done so that gives me a bit of a focus it gives me a g- great start for the day um so that's definitely like and you know, i try to incorporate on a day-to-day stuff you know whatever happens if i'm just like sitting and trying to like, you know, do the website for my app and it doesn't, you know, turn out well, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to go do some workout, like, you know, for a while and come back. Yeah. Um, meditation is an interesting one. I haven't tried it, but I've been like told by a number of people, like, you know I think it's really strengthens your mind and it kind of just like, and you know, it gives you a really different perspective of like, you know, how to handle things. Yeah. So I want to get into it, but I haven't done it yet. So, um, so my, weird habits is I kind of just like turned my habit into a bit of another side hustle slash hobby yeah of course you did I like I like I like eating you know a lot so um I just (laughs) go out and try new foods um chicken wings is my favorite like you know it's like love chicken wings when I was touring the U.S. So I started finding like these places in the U.K. Um, who does like these buffalo chicken wings and, you know, some some good food uh, places. So I was eating outside a lot and and I really want to like you know, tell that to people that, oh, my God, this place is great. You should go and try. So I started doing a um, bit of a food blog, you know, I'm like, right. anyways going out and yeah. eating and okay. I just started an, um, an Instagram page um, with all my foods um adventures so I just travel for food like you know just go around find like you know some nice street food like probably like some cheap eats and then just just talk about it so it's called the food cart on tour so that's like food cart k-a-r-t Food cart on
1: ah, it's another on pun. Tour, yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Food cart on tour. Yeah. Okay. Food cart on tour. So cool. um, yeah, so that that's been interesting. So I kind of like just changed my mind. You know, if I'm just like you know stuck on one thing, then I just like you know do a bit of like you know my food stuff, um, which I really love. Yeah. And um, and just go ahead, go out and like you know try some foods. Um, if if that's something like not really stressing me out.
1: Yeah. So you kind of. I mean, I, I like how you do that. So if you're stuck on, you have a bunch of these projects, and if you're stuck mm-hmm. on one, you just switch to the other, and then if you're stuck on that one, you just switch to the other, and then you just like you just keep you just keep expanding <laughs> the projects, right? But you, you just like if you're stuck on one, you just give yourself a break with another one.
0: Exactly. You know. You know. I mean, to be fairly honest, I think th- there are people I really admire who can just like focus on something and then just like you know drive that till the end. I'm I'm not that person, you know, and I'm 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 really hoping there are many people like me, you know. It's it's really hard, like you know, for me to just sit and like, oh, you know what? This is what my life is going to be this is what i got to do for the next three months i'm just going to focus solely on that and that's that's not a great way like you know to live in my personal opinion like you know so you have these number of different things what you wanted to do you know be it like you know your gym be it like you know your work be it like your you know hobby or be it like something like what you're passionate about Yeah. how do you try and like you know manage all these things towards like an end goal? and and I think that's that's what I'm striving towards, like you know, and it's and like like I said, so I have friends who really know what they wanted to do in three years time, like, you know this is where they want it to be, and they go ahead and they do that, which is great, you know, but it's it's really difficult for me to like and actually plan what I'm gonna do for the next five years. So um I'm I don't know if you heard of uh, Steve Jobs' speech, like, and I'm a huge fan of Steve Jobs. and then yeah. in one of his uh, graduation talks, he said that, like you know it's really hard to actually plan what are you going to do for the next upcoming years, what you do is you follow your heart or instinct or your karma, and then you go ahead, do stuff. And, you know, five years down the line, you should be able to connect your dots backwards. Yeah. So, you know, you would know, okay, fine, you know, maybe I'm here today because I did that, like, you know, back in the day and stuff. So I'm just finding like, you know, my path as well in, in, in that way.
1: Yeah, I like that. So you just keep taking action, keep seeking opportunities and see where the journey takes you yeah
2: exactly i can
1: totally relate Mm -hmm. to that i'm exactly the same Mm -hmm. like i've always tried to do this whole thing where yeah, like oh yeah they tell me i should sit down like plan plan for the next three months or like plan how this whole year is gonna go or like plan even plan the next month like even plan the next week sometimes Mm -hmm. i struggle with but i do it it's cool um but yeah like yeah, because I'm one of these people like my, my ideas are all over the place. It's all of these things like, oh, shiny, oh, shiny. Another cool thing oh another cool thing. It was like all over yeah. the place. Um, meditation definitely helps with that, I have to say. Um, but yeah, no, I can completely relate. Um, I do want to touch on another <laughs> side hustle that you told me about yesterday yeah. that I thought was yeah. really funny and an yeah. excellent example of catering to a very niche market in potentially yeah. a very effective way. So can you just outline that one really quickly?
0: Sure, absolutely. So it's called You're Invited. So essentially <laughs> what that is, is I've 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 heard like people talk a lot about Indian weddings, like, you know, how people really want to like, you know, go to Indian weddings and stuff, especially like, you know, people from here in the UK yeah. and some of my friends from the US and, and in Australia as well. So, um, and in Greece, actually. So, um, so the idea came up about why don't we just host people like, you know, in weddings, and uh, just charge them a bit. You know, it's it's like going for a movie. Like, you know, you pay something to watch the movie. Why don't you pay something which is as a gift for your... Um The wedding couple, yeah,
2: um,
0: and and then you can actually attend the wedding and get an actual Indian wedding experience out of it. So, yeah, it's it's called You're Invited. We recently, recently just launched it and super excited about it. We started looking for like you know 2020 weddings, um, which is happening in India currently. And anyone who's traveling in India will have an opportunity to go and attend these weddings, yeah, and they'll get like a two day or depending on the days, uh, depending on how many days the weddings are going to go, they're going to have like you know the entire time. Like, you know, with the whole um, family and the friends, like, you know, who's there in the wedding. They get to yeah. wear, like, Indian clothes, eat food, like, you know, spend time, dance, like, you know, listen to music. And I think that's a great cultural experience. And it's a really, yeah. really good way of understanding, like, you know, about Indian culture. Um, and I think it's something, like, you know, what I wanted to personally give back, like, in you know, a to society as well. So... And and Indian weddings, people are really accommodative. You know, they, they, it's not yeah. going to be like, oh my god, there is a stranger in my wedding. Like but they love having people.
1: Like the more the merrier. So,
0: exactly, Yeah. So, I mean, a, a normal I don't know, a small Indian wedding would be like with two thousand people. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't a small Indian wedding. Look, uh, exactly, I just invited yeah.
1: everyone and all of their networks.
0: Exactly. So I mean, you know, it's 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 great like you know to to experience that, and I really want people to actually like and experience that, and and I think it's a good way to connect like you know with Indian society and try and like and understand how their culture works, and also the idea is like you know to have someone more you know either from the um, the friends and family of the couple itself or like more of like a tour person who kind of just like explains to them about the rituals and what's happening like you know, in the wedding um and i think that's where like you know we're going towards so yeah so it's got it's got your invited uh the website is yourinvitedweddings.com okay um it's currently live uh we're looking for 2020 weddings um and if anyone is traveling in india um and would want to like an experience an indian wedding just yeah feel free to drop me a line and uh, i'll be happy to like you know just um send you guys towards like the right weddings and the right places where you are
1: yeah you're going to make so many westerners happy you're going to yeah. make so many white people happy as so. well. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool that, like that you're taking something from your culture that you understand really well, and then catering towards that is, like catering that towards a super niche market, then providing yeah. a service that is obviously a win win for both parties, and just providing mm-hmm. this excellent VIP tourist experience. The couple's like, Yeah, more money, sure, the more the merrier. And then these exactly. Westerners are like, mm-hmm. Yay, I get to like take part in a true Indian wedding and like understand mm-hmm. the Indian culture even better, which is really, really cool. So I definitely rate that. Um, I think Yeah. The final question that I would ask you at this point, wrapping Mm -hmm. up because I think we're coming up on time here, is Mm -hmm. what are the three key truth bombs about the entrepreneurial journey that you would drop on a young entrepreneur today?
0: So the three key bombs I would drop on like a young entrepreneur is you don't have to know everything. You know, it's okay to be confused. If you're confused, it's fine. You will figure it out just be willing to like, you know, figure things out. Yeah. And that's definitely number one. And uh, number two is investment is not everything. You know, you don't necessarily need like a massive investment to have like, you know, flashy startup, you know, try the best like, you know, what you can and how you can actually use your existing resources and money like, you know, to to build your, uh, to build your business. And the third thing, which I really would like these young entrepreneurs or, you know, anyone to take upon, like, on their journey is, like, to build their personal brand. I think, you know, they might offer a great product and great service, but, you know, your personal brand is something, like, you know, which might actually evolve, like, you know, over the days. And, you know, you really need to, like, you know, build your personal brand. And it's probably going to be the biggest commodity, like, you know, in, in the future. So, building a personal brand, like, you know, is really, really key for the entrepreneurs as well. For sure. So, those are my three take, um on an entrepreneur journey.
1: Yeah, those are great ones. And just very quickly on the personal brand point, I think it's a very mm-hmm. important point that you raise. And this is not just for entrepreneurs, it's for everyone. I think, yeah, we're talking yeah. about this. Everyone should build their personal brand because what people see online is like, oh, this is this is what you represent. This is what I can exactly. come to you for. These are like mm-hmm. mutual interests. Um, it's It's like your digital business card, you know, your LinkedIn, your Instagram. That's the modern day business card. I don't carry around mm-hmm. a business card. A lot of people don't. Um, so, yeah, building your personal brand definitely key. Those are all very interesting points. Um, yeah, Absolutely. thank you so much for that. And mm-hmm. now is the time for you to plug anything that you want to plug and tell people where they can find you.
0: So, they can find me on LinkedIn at the moment. Uh, it's Carter Cannon. Um, I'm available on LinkedIn. And you can email me like an anything, So, it's K N N at gmail.com. All right. um, and and my website, which is currently live, it's yourinvited. Um and also keep an eye out for hide and seek on the App Store, uh, which is going to come very, very soon. And I'm really, really excited about it and uh, can't wait to they and launch the app. And um, yeah, so looking, looking forward for anyone to like and connect on the app as well.
1: Awesome. If you send me a link to that when it's out, I'll put that in the show notes, no probs. Thank you Absolutely. so much for your time. Yeah. It was a great chat. Have an awesome day. So this episode isn't quite finished yet. I wanted to throw in a little bonus for you guys because in the sound check where I asked Karthik what he has for breakfast, what he have for breakfast this morning, he gave a really, really interesting answer. So I just wanted to throw that in as a bonus. Maybe I'll learn some cool things about smoothies. Here we go. Quick sound check. Um, so I'm gonna ask you, what did you have for breakfast this morning?
0: Uh, so I have, so generally my breakfast is my breakfast smoothie, which really? I really, really enjoy. Such and I can tell you like, you know, what I have in my smoothie, which I love talking about like, you know, to everyone. So essentially my smoothie might be a bit, um, not, not for everyone, to be honest, but <laughs> so essentially I've got, uh, kale, spinach, and, um, I go with blueberries, frozen blueberries All right. and frozen blackberries, like you, know, if you have. and then I got my vegan protein powder and then I got two scoops of like uh, fat free yogurt or normal yogurt you might have. Um, and then almond milk on top and with some uh, almonds itself.
1: That sounds so, amazing. Wait, I'm sorry, I, I, I uh-huh. didn't even stop this because I'm so curious. But I literally like perfect timing. I just did a smoothie shop. Like I just did a shop for a bunch of fruits and, veg- and vegetables for smoothies. Okay. Like just now this is crazy timing. Um, wow. What yeah. kind of vegan protein powder did you use?
0: So it's called Cymax. Uh, It's one of the common ones, like what you get uh, in the market. So I just got it from Amazon. All right. And uh, the good thing about Cymax is it's not as bad in terms of the texture and the taste compared to the other vegan protein powders out there in the market. Because the vegan protein powders can be horrible sometimes. And it really spoils your entire smoothie taste itself. So this one is a lot more smoother it's a lot more um it doesn't have like the grainy feel like you know when you have it yeah and uh it's really nice like in terms of the taste it's got a it's got chocolate banana and strawberry flavors as well so it's it's really good that sounds great definitely recommend it
1: well that's a wrap for today's episode of the young entrepreneurs journey podcast thank you so much karthik for spilling all of your wisdom upon us young entrepreneurs I learned a lot from it and I definitely gave me some stuff to think about when it comes to planning and time management and just pursuing all of some of these crazy ideas that you have because you never know what's going to happen. So if you got anything out of this episode at all, I would highly encourage you to share it with a friend, word of mouth. Let them learn from this too. Post it on about it on your social media, your Facebook, your Twitter, your uh, TikTok's a thing nowadays. I don't even know. Um, if you you could even screen record it and put some of it on your instagram story the key takeaway that you found really really interesting and tag me at yasmina rte and i'll repost you and i yeah i just want other people to learn from this too i want to get the word out there what would also really help us out is if you would give it a five star rating on itunes and as well as a review because that would help it bump up the rankings so even more people would be exposed to it and learn from all of the crazy entrepreneurs on this podcast With that said, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your time. Hope you have an awesome day and I will see you in the next episode.